Relax. Relax. Relax your expectations. Relax your energy. Relax your emotions. And the body will follow. Have no intentions to shut down your your senses. Let them be, let them hear, let them smell, let them remember. As far as the one who seems to be the doer is concerned, let that one go to rest. Let that sense of the doer go to rest. Allow the environment to impress itself upon you and allow the reactions to the environment to take place. But as far as the doer is concerned, the doer will relax. as you become aware of any degree, any hint of tranquility within the body, within the emotions, anywhere in your being, sort of rest within that awareness of that whatever degree of tranquility comes up. there by continually perceiving it or having the intention to continually perceive it without any anxiety, without any attachment. If it stays there, that's okay. If it goes away, that's also okay. while that initial sense of tranquility is sort of spreading from the environment through your body being reflected in your energy in your emotions in your sense of doing, gently bring your attention more and more into that overall sense of tranquility. No need to localize it, no need to philosophize about it, no need to analyze its nature, just experience it. Wherever it shows up, that's fine. Wherever it doesn't show up, that's also fine.
begin to be aware of the nuances, the different colors, the different flavors of the sense of tranquility. Where is it the lightest? Where is it the heaviest? begin to sort of direct now this sort of seemingly scattered awareness, scattered attention, without necessarily initially making the intention to take it under control or to bring it to focus, but in a very gentle, normal way, just bring your attention just the legs or the sense of the tranquility within the legs and with the sense of needing to control resting allow the intelligence of the legs themselves or within the body themselves guide you as to how best to position the legs, how best to place the legs so the sense of tranquility can be enhanced or stabilized so that any sense of the doer taking control, making things happen can be lessened. So the legs are in the posture without you consciously holding the posture in place. And whenever the inner intelligence sends you a message, an advice about a little adjustments to make here or there, whether physical or energetic or emotional, in whatever sense that will actually enhance the sense of tranquility. Once you've executed that advice, be aware of how having made that adjustment actually enhances the sense of tranquility. It may not be a great difference, but some difference. After sitting with the legs for a while, then gently move your attention to the arms, from the tip of the fingers to the shoulders, keeping the attitude of allowing and resting the doer, being open to advice. from the body's own intelligence. Staying aware of the sense of ease, the sense of tranquility.
whether it is felt only physically or physically and energetically or just energetically or in terms of only mental in whatever way you're aware of tranquility stay aware stay with that without clinging without intending to repulse anything and gently move your attention to the torso adjustments, listening from the advice coming from the body's intelligence. So we get rid of all sense of doing, consciously making tranquility happen. Get rid of all those kinds of sense. Allowing tranquility to naturally manifest. Then to your head and neck. If you're still working with the legs, don't worry. So once you work finished working with the torso and you experience that physical sense of confidence and now you've established natural tranquility with the head and neck and the mouth, teeth, tongue and the eyes Maintaining a sense of awareness of the level of tranquility, then observe it. Is it stabilized, enhanced, or degraded? If you open your eyes, or if you close your eyes, or if you have your eyes half opened. The one that actually enhances or stabilizes the sense of ease, the sense of tranquility, that's the position for your eyes. And while within this ever enhancing sense of ease, sense of tranquility, become aware of the breath. No need to 
lengthen or shorten either the inhalation nor the exhalation. No need to force your mind to focus on the breath. No need to chase away distractions. To whatever degree you're able to be aware of the breath, you stay aware of the breath. As you breathe in, you know you are breathing in. As you breathe out, you know you are breathing out. And every once in a while, while maintaining awareness of the breath, you become aware of a pocket of tension, a pocket of discomfort here or there. So without losing awareness of the breath, to gently bring the overall sense of tranquility to that pocket and before your eyes witness how that very pocket, that very space of discomfort or tension dissolve into a pocket of tranquility. Once you become aware of a somewhat shift in how you are aware of the breath, then now form the intention to keep the flow of your awareness on the breath unbroken for, for 11 cycles of breath. So while there may be other perceptions going on, and they will come and they will go, but the perception of the breath, from beginning of the in-breath to the end of the in-breath, to the beginning of out-breath, to the end of out-breath, and back to the beginning of in-breath, continuing from cycle to cycle, you maintain the awareness of the breath. Or just the intention to keep the awareness unbroken. And be mindful of what's happening to the level of tranquility.
able to discriminate the presence of tranquility, how it's manifesting in the body, physically, energetically, how it's manifesting in the behavior of the breath, and how it is being perceived within the mind, has been present in the mind. staying aware, staying within that tranquility. Bring your attention to the space in front of you, at the level of your eyebrows, and contemplate your highest objective, your highest aspiration. sense the presence of this infallible guide in the luminous, having a luminous presence. And realizing or attributing that this presence, relying on this presence, you will achieve your highest aspirations and feel the sense of reverence, the sense of gratitude that comes up within you and allow yourself to be swept by these sense of gratitude and reverence and in your own genuine way express your reverence, your gratitude. Trust yourself in the protection, the teaching, the guidance being offered to you.
expand that your intentions become universal either all at once or slowly by empathizing and sympathizing with those with similar aspirations seeking to overcome similar difficulties until you feel a sense of embracing all who have aspirations, all who have any difficulty from the compassion and the love that arises from this let it become the fuel for your success towards a strong determination to overcome, to let go of what needs to be let go, to take on what needs to be taken on. And let this love, let this compassion, let it be a source of strength for you. in your faith, your reverence, or be also a source of strength for you. Feeling the momentum that you have gathered up to this point, recalling the all-encompassing, all-embracing compassion we were able to summon to whatever degree, then your reverence for your infallible guide, bring that to the crown of your head. And again, make strong determination by requesting your mind to cooperate, begging your infallible guide for blessings.
specifically for this session and for all for this endeavor in general. Feel the sense of readiness, ready to allow, ready to let all fears that are irrational aside, ready to see truth. Do we have the no re no readings this time? No. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. They're here.
we've been trying very hard to do nothing, and uh, <laughs> we have succeeded to some degree. We're still doing a lot, so we're going to try to do nothing some more, okay? Actually, when you're doing nothing, there's only one thing that you're doing in the midst of doing nothing. You're holding on to almost like a, a curiosity about nothing that's happening. <laughs> okay, So that's the only thing that you're doing, holding on to that sense of curiosity so that you can remain alert and, and, and uh, vivid. And we're not we're not going to read that much today. Just uh, maybe a few verses. Okay. We don't have that many, so share. in front of us to read. Of course, you always have to begin at the beginning and take the attitude that you're not just reading something that uh, Master Nagarjuna wrote so many hundreds of years ago but you're reading your own aspirations, okay? your own interests, your own curiosity. Number one, there is something which as long as left unknown results in life's three planes of vicious circle. Beyond all doubt, it dwells in every being. To the Dhamma Datu, I devoutly vow it. The next one. When that which from the quarters of all samsara is purified along the stages of the path, this purity itself is nirvana. Precisely this, the Dhammakaya too. As butter, though inherent in the milk, is mixed with it and hence does not appear, just so the Dharmadhatu is not seen as long as it is mixed together with affliction. We have to be the next. And just as the inherent butter essence, when the milk is purified, is no more disguised, when afflictions have been completely purified, the Dharma Datu will be without any stain at all. Okay, we can stop here for, and then we'll jump as usual. So that's object of aspiration, bringing it back to mind so we can have a sense of conviction. And then to strengthen that conviction, to strengthen that faith, we read the simile about the butter and, and the milk. Okay.
So this is very, very, very profound. Now you you want to pay attention, right? <laughs> very, very profound instruction on how to meditate on Dhamma Dhatu. Verse 21, you can jump to that. In just this way, the mind, which is radiant clarity, is soiled by desire and the other states. But the fire of primordial awareness burns up these afflictions without, however, burning away the radiant clarity. Hmm. Okay. So we read a little bit about the simile. So don't worry. Even though your mind is just looks like it's just a house only for afflictions, that's all that seems to be present there. You say, just like you take, take the case of, of butter within when you have just milk. Even though you don't see the butter when you're looking at milk, but eventually when you work with the butter, the, but, um, with the milk, the essence, the butter comes out. You're, you're able to see the, the butter. So in, although all you see when you look at your mind is afflictions and uh, distractions and nothing that you can call divine. And just in the same way, within that seemingly mess, if you're able to uh, somehow stay with it, work with it, you will see that within that, there's the Dhamma Dhatu. Okay. In just this way, the mind, what is the mind? which is radiant clarity. So that's what seems to be hidden. That's what we're not perceiving directly on a day-to-day -day basis when, when, we, when we are aware of what we're calling our mind. What are we aware of? We are aware of the stains, the desire, the afflictions, and things like that. But he said, but the primordial awareness burns up these afflictions without, however, burning away the radiant clarity. Now, what is this primordial awareness? How can you get yourself some? <laughs> so you can burn away these afflictions. Okay. Well, you had a taste of it in the preliminary part of the meditation. It's just... You can call it uh, non-judgmental awareness, non-judgmental perception. Now, you are just aware of the body, you are aware of the, the nice sensation, the sensation of, of uh, quiet, uh, quieting, tranquilizing, almost like sleeping kind of effect that was taking on with the body, and you were aware of the, the, the energy, and then you were aware of it in a nice, pleasant way. It wasn't anything sort of that was jarring your uh, your perception, but at, the thing is, you were uh, maintaining awareness of all these things without being caught up in them, without you not know, being uh, attached to them, or without repulsing them. So that level of awareness is a taste of primordial awareness. It's just whatever is going on, you maintain your distance or you maintain your cool. You're able to acknowledge. Be able to discriminate 
able to say, oh, that's this, that's that, without identifying with it, without saying, this is me, this is me, this is, this is that, or this, okay? Without uh, throwing yourself in, in, in the soup, so to speak, okay? Of what, of what you're going on. You're gonna go through phases from where you are right now, from what you just experienced. It seems to be pleasant, I'm falling about, it seems, this is, I'm, I'm familiar with this, is what uh, I'm somewhat aware of when I'm about to fall asleep. And then, of course, maybe some people actually goes in, go into sleep. If you go into sleep, that's good. The thing is, just keep maintain that distance. If you're able to maintain that distance, it will be an incredible experience to actually watch your mind and the body go into that thing called sleep. And you're able to maintain this, the level of just observing a phenomena taking place without being drawn into it. Okay. Then you're able to pass that level. Then, now that your uh, and your senses are sort of like uh, shutting down, okay, the, uh, the, your your senses are no longer interested in outer phenomena, outer episodes, okay, and they're shutting down. And as they're shutting down, new things starts to happen. Either the sense of doing in the mind says, wait a minute, nothing is taking place. We got you got to get something going on, okay. So images, memories start to come up. Okay, the mind, almost as if the mind is recreating the sense perceptions, and they're all just inner. Now you're just maintain your distance. Don't don't get caught up in it. Don't think that this is the most important thing now already. Just maintain your distance. Keep watching. And some of these things may not be pleasant. Not like that nice little pleasant sensation you had with the, you know, with the, when the body was seeming to fall asleep. Some of them may be even more pleasant. Don't don't get attached to that. Some of them may be not so pleasant, maybe even terrifying. Don't get caught up with that. Keep maintain your distance. It's just a phenomena that's taking place, and you're observing it. Okay, just like watching a movie. Something very scary is happening on the screen. You don't. Well, some people actually do that, but <laughs> not everybody. I'm thinking you're, you're the person who actually sit down and continues to watch the movie. You don't run out of the theater screaming. <laughs> there is something awful happening. You just maintain your distance, and then you are aware even of the emotions that the images are, are, uh, are summoning up, and still you you maintain your uh, your distance. You're just observing. Oh, look at that! Look at this author or the director or this actor. Look what they are trying to manipulate. They're manipulating my my emotion make, by throwing this image at me, by throwing that sound at me. They know that this emotion will be uh, be summoned. And look at that, they succeeded. Now I am afraid, now I am joyful, now I am uh, indifferent, now I have anger. Look at that. But you don't go into the emotions and then say, whenever I see that person or see that thing, I'm going to you know, lash this anger, or lash this love, or whatever at them. It's just something that you're observing, uh, sort of like saying, almost congratulating the actors or the congratulating the director. Say, oh, very nice, they actually brought that emotion out. That's very good. Okay. Uh, so in the same way, no matter what seems to be happening, no matter how terrifying, because we have no idea what uh, our consciousness has been hiding, trying to keep us, uh, trying to uh, keep us uh, from uh, knowing, because uh, we may not be able to deal with it at a certain point. Okay, at this point, at this level, the mind is sort of loosening up, and these things are bubbling up. And there's just things bubbling up, just like that nice little sensation 
that you felt in your knee when your knees was relaxing. You didn't say, oh, you didn't make a big deal out of it. You just observed it. So when that other thing is happening that seems to be some trauma, just observe it also with that same level of level-headedness. And if you're able to maintain that cool, then your mind will trust you. You're not going to freak out when it tells you certain, when uh, release, uh, uh, allow you to be aware of certain things, and it will allow you to be aware of more, more, more things. And then these more hidden, deeper things will, will require, of course, the kind of mind, the kind of consciousness that is able of perceiving them. And these consciousness, levels of consciousness, will come up. And the grosser levels of consciousness will continue to sleep. Connected to what we just read. So just maintaining that is what you might refer to as, it's not quite it yet, but it's on the road to experiencing primordial awareness. Okay. And when you are able to maintain that, and uh, even at the, uh, not even at the deep, deeper levels yet, but just at the level of, what do I call that? Uh, psychological health, even. Okay. By maintaining that kind of even, even, evenness of mind, and you allow those, uh, let's call them trauma, to come up. Okay. Just, just, just that itself is what is referring to as allowing primordial awareness to burn away the afflictions. Okay. So when these events are re seemingly to reappear, to, re, uh, to uh, re-exist, so to speak, and because of your attitude towards them, not investing emotion, your emotions in them, then the afflictive reaction that we have habituated to uh, to have at, that, at those point, that the energy of that habit is is dying, or you could say it is being reinvested. That just that energy is going back in just pure primordial awareness, and then the primordial awareness has more power to even take out even more uh, traumatic things. And there are certain things that are so traumatic that we are not able to maintain. Uh, to keep ourselves from having the reaction. So when, if, that is, if that is taking place, just go back to maintaining your cool and remember the very first part of the preliminary, relying on, your, on an infallible guide. Just remember that. That's the reason, that's one of the primary reasons of doing the preliminary, of doing, taking refuge. Because some of this stuff can be very, very troubling to to perceive, okay, and then just going back, going back to the uh, the sense of being protected, that was sort of like almost like a uh, reaching out to a hand that to take you out and say, okay, all right, it's a bit too much for me, I can't handle it, okay, and come out. Now this is because of certain traumatic experiences that you have to go through to get to the you know the bottom of of the mind, and then to get to the to the bottom you have to go through that, okay. So a little bit at a time, maybe. And if you're able to maintain your cool, maintain your sense of just, I'm just observing a phenomena. This is not me. This is not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. 
seeing some real me is just a phenomenon. If you're able to maintain that, then you can go through it much faster. But if it's not able, to, if you're not able to, don't don't blame yourself for not being able to. Just you know, this is where you are. Okay, this is your fast progress. Okay. And of course, there might be some incredibly blissful experiences. I'm not, uh, not, I don't want, I need to scare you saying that. Oh, there's this. Get ready. There's this awful things about to, about to happen, and and you know, hang hang on tight. Uh, there will also be these incredibly blissful experiences. In the same way, also, the same way you shouldn't be repulsed by these seemingly uh, awful experiences. Don't be attached to these seemingly blissful experiences. Okay, until you get to the ground of experience where you are, through your own trained discrimination, are able to say, are able to know that I am at now at resting place. And what's going to happen over there, all I can say is incredible. I'm not going to tell you exactly what kind of incredible things can happen. Okay, that's Dhammadatu. Okay. Uh, just like when the Buddha, uh, what, I'm, what I'm referring to as your own trained discriminative uh, awareness, just like when the Buddha, he went to a teacher who told him, this is the ultimate. This is the ultimate uh, level. There's nothing beyond this. Once you reach this, you reach, you, you, reach, you reach it. There's nothing more to reach. And then he practiced, and then he reached it. His own self, his own trained discrimination looked at what he reached, and it felt a bit unsatisfied. He said, this cannot be it because I'm feeling a bit unsatisfied. So in that same way, even though it's a very blissful experience, if you look, if you allow yourself to just look at it, then that sense of uh, not quite completely satisfied will, will, will be there, and you will know this is not it yet. Woo! There's even more bliss coming. <laughs> okay. So, uh, all that talking is to tell you sit down, do nothing. <laughs> okay. And when you sense yourself doing something, relax some more. <laughs> okay? If you start snoring, don't worry about it. <laughs> You're doing your job. <laughs> In order for you not to snore, just keep the posture correctly. <laughs> and also, if the posture is steady and stable, it will prevent you from falling on the ground. <laughs> also, there's nothing wrong with sleep. Okay, nothing wrong with it, as long as you don't get caught up in it. All right. Observe the sleep. Don't go to sleep. Hmm? <laughs> All right. Eight fifty-two. There's something that um, Jibala was huh? teaching, uh, and he referred specifically to those the ugly things that come up, and he referred specifically to you know being aware of your teacher. And he said that you may be some instances where, where you have to stop, but if you can, right, you should try to actually call. You started to say, call your teacher mm -hmm. and, and literally ask ask your teacher to help you. Mm -hmm. like, ask your teacher to deal with this. Uh, yeah. How do you know kind of when one is possible and and when to just kind of wave the right flag, you know, just come out of it? Well, at first, you try not to panic. Right. 
and see how much you can handle it yourself. And then that will give you that, that will strengthen your ability to, to continue to deal with it, the, or the, the the stronger one later. Right. To, it will give you the strength, you're building up strength. And if you find that you don't have you don't have the strength enough to be able to deal with, your, with it yourself, then you go to the teacher. Right. You stay with the teacher until the, if you are just like before, you are able to have some level of being able to deal with it, some level of strength, until you reach that same level of strength of being able to deal with it. And when you're when you call the teacher to come take care of it, really let go. Don't hold on to the to the trauma and trying to while you're holding on to it and watching your teacher try to deal with it. It's not gonna work. Okay? You have to completely let go of it and then completely trust that your teacher is taking care of it. Right? And don't say, Oh, it's been two seconds, I'm still there. <laughs> And if for some reason your teacher can't help you at that moment in that session to the level that you would like, I have to say, then slowly pull yourself out. Okay. I assure you, there are no crawling uh, quitters. <laughs> in this room, or not a bunch of them. <laughs> so if all of a sudden you start to feeling that a bunch of creepy crawlers are invading your, your, your body, just observe it, okay? It's just, uh, uh, how would you say that? You're, you're adjusting, your energies are, are adjusting. And you're experiencing it, in the, and and uh, it's as if your mind is looking for vocabulary to communicate to you. Oh, your energies are adjusting, and the only thing in your database of memory that it can use to communicate to you is the feeling of things crawling, of creepy things crawling over you. Okay, don't go like this, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and don't get freaked out. If it happens, don't look for it. I'm not saying that everybody's going to experience it. <laughs> okay. All right. So try to recall the sense of uh, tranquility you experienced earlier. And through the recalling it, try to re-experience it. Stabilize it with five cycles of breath.
reconnect with the teacher within, feel a sense of safety that it gives you, a sense of confidence, and a sense of readiness. Out, recall the simile or create some, your own kind of simile. Recall the first verse. Something when you know it, all your troubles will be gone and already dwells within you.
few moments more, just look at the state of tranquility itself. How it is accompanied by a sense of self-satisfaction. How it is lacking, striving, striving driven by greed, striving driven by delusion of hatred or anger. How it has a sense of satisfaction, being satisfied without being deluded to seek that satisfaction by greed or by hatred or by any affliction. And consider those who are not able to experience this inner sense of satisfaction and who are instead driven by delusions to seek this very tranquility by acting out out of greed or anger or hatred. Separate them from these delusions and afflictions and have a compassion for them. They are seeking the same tranquility, but they are deluded. They are forced to look in places where they will not find them. urging of your compassion, make a gift to them of this tranquility. Let them come to some measure of some seed of conviction that the tranquility they seek will not be achieved, will not be gained by following their greed, by following anger. merits of this journeying, coursing through wisdom, being carried away by the cells of compassion. Dedicate this merit to what concerns you deeply and to your ultimate, ultimate goal.
your attention back to the physical properties of the breath. Be aware of the warmth, the coolness, the temperatures, and the weight. And let that consciousness also take in the physical properties of the body from the crown of your head, including more and more of the body until you are aware of the whole body from the crown of the head to the soles of the feet. I'll let you go. A little trick of the doer, seeming not to do anything. Okay, I'm sitting down, I'm not doing anything, but nothing is happening. <laughs> That's the doer being active. Okay. Right. When you notice that, oh, the doer is active, I have to put the doer to sleep. Okay, you have to give it a stronger knock on the head or <laughs> stronger dose of sleeping pill or something. Okay. <laughs> And when the tiny little things happen, and you find yourself, oh, how wonderful, I want to continue this, then that you're on the right path, you're on the right road, okay. When you feel like, oh, I don't want to stop this, I want to discontinue, you're on the right path, okay. Don't become attached. <laughs> All right, okay, thank you. Thank you.